0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblown Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are starting a brand new topic. We are talking all about respect. Yes, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm really excited to cover this topic because I know that maybe some of us don't really, you know, think about it, or maybe we don't really put it out there that, you know, we want to gain more respect. But I think it is on everyone's mind at some point in their lives where they're wanting to feel respected, right? Without having to feel like you have to be mean to people or feel like you have to be defensive. So, That is what we're going to be covering this month and I'm going to break it down for you. Today we're going to dive into self-respect because that is truly the foundation to respect in all areas of your life. We have to make sure the self is good to go before we can really expect for other people to truly respect us. Later on, I will cover the top traits of the most respected people. I will also cover feminine respect, how to be respected in a feminine way, masculine respect. I will also cover how to be respected as an empath, and also just gaining respect in the workplace and with your family, and so much more. Of course, I guided meditation really helping us to anchor in that information. So I want to dive in a little bit more about how we can practice self-respect. Because again, oftentimes we're looking to get that respect from others, but what we're not realizing is how you treat yourself, how you treat your body, your mind, your spirit, the things you care about is communicated immediately to others. And they are observing that and that gives them the information, the understanding of how to respect you or what your respect threshold is is. So a lot of times people don't typically have high respect for themselves. So you have to teach others, how to respect you by respecting yourself, because we don't all have the same value system, we don't all value the same things, you know, so if we all had a general understanding of self respect, and we all respected ourselves the same way, that information would then transfer over naturally to everyone but everyone views life a little differently. And some things people value more than others. Some people value health more than others. Some people value freedom or security more than others. So it just depends on your lifestyle and where you are in your own journey to learning more about respecting yourself. So when we are feeling offended when we're feeling bothered by when someone does not respect us in our eyes. Now, of course, I'm not talking about just blatant disrespect where someone's insulting you or anything like that. That typically seems to be the barrier or threshold where we're like, okay, you've disrespected me because you've insulted me or because you have harmed me or abused me. But in actuality, you know, respect, true respect, the respect that most people are looking for is in a sense where you don't have to even say anything. When you walk into a room and people just hold a natural respect for you because of who you are as a person, they wouldn't even dare think of crossing any boundaries or just not valuing you. And I think that's what we're really looking for is to feel valued, to feel respected, to feel as though we are taken seriously, to feel as though we are not going to be discarded or taken advantage of. And so I'm going to cover more about that in this episode because I think it's really important to have that self-respect system within ourselves and that will naturally communicate to others on how to truly treat us and respect us based on what they observe about how we treat ourselves. Okay. So when it comes to self-respect, what is self-respect? What does that really, really mean? Self-respect means that you are staying consistent and respecting yourself. You are not sabotaging yourself. You are not going to bend on your value system because of an incentive or because of someone else's opinions, or because of a desire you have. Self-respect is truly something that is built within. And no matter what the outside world does, you don't lose that respect for yourself, right? We're not going to allow ourselves to become brainwashed into believing that we have to conform or bend to someone else's expectations of who we are. And it's not our own expectations of ourselves, right? So that's really what self respect means. It's just creating that deep inner value system for you. And again, that looks different for everyone on how you do that. It doesn't mean you have to do all the things that I'm saying. It's just to bring some attention towards how we can build that better relationship with ourselves, and how others can take how we respect ourselves and mirror that back to us. So the first things that I want to cover is we need to make sure we are respecting our body, our mind, our spirit, and anything that is an extension of us. So those four things have to be respected by us before we can truly demand or expect respect from others. Okay. So let's start off with the body. It is so important to respect your body. Now, when I say that people have different views or perspective on what respecting the body really means, apply it to how you see fit, right? But overall, we want to make sure that we are showing gratitude for our bodies by taking the best care of it. Your health is so, so important. And that's something that should never be a low priority. That should be high priority because if your health is low, you don't have much, right? When we don't have good health, when our bodies are not healthy, we can't be here for anything or anyone or even ourselves. And you want to talk about respect When you're putting the responsibility of your health in everyone else's hands, people start to lose respect for you. When they feel like they have to take care of you, when they feel like they've got to kind of nudge you into being healthier, when they feel like your health is really becoming their responsibility just because they love you or they care about you, even though they do care about you, they are going to have a level of less respect because they're setting upon that limitation or that capacity feeling as though, you know, hey, I've got to take care of me. I've got to take care of the other things and I have to take care of you. Naturally, it just puts you in a lower status in their mind if you cannot do that for yourself. Now, again, this is not Reflective of say you've got a terminal illness or you have cancer or anything like that, and you have a spouse that's taking care of you. That's not what this is about. This is just a general health concern your diet, your lifestyle, the things that you do on a regular basis to make sure that you're healthy. When your health starts to decline, or you know, anything that is, of course, preventable if we're having other people kind of tell us, hey, you know, you want to try this? Or, hey, do you think you want to, you know, work out a little bit? You know, (laughs) just know right off the bat, if someone else is doing that, not that it has to be any of your concern, but they're already not respecting you. Just know that they already don't respect you. If they're having to bring up some health, because they're recognizing that you are not taking enough care in yourself to Focus on your health. So, your health is very important when it comes to taking care of your body. So, making sure that you're going to the doctor, you're getting your checkups, making sure that you are keeping your body clean and protected. If you are doing a risky activity, making sure that you have the proper protection for it because you care about your body. That's what that is illustrating. When you just go all out and do whatever without that proper protection, without that helmet on or without those knee pads or without whatever that is needed to create that protection for you, what that is communicating is that you really don't care about your body. So if you don't care about your body, what makes you think that anyone else would really have the incentive to care about your body? You know, it just opens you up for people to take advantage of you. They see it as an easy target. And I know we're thinking like, well, why? Like, why do people behave this way? I, I, I just think that we have to understand that, you know, as human beings, even though we have the empathy, we have the compassion, we have the deeper understanding, we have the emotional connection, it does not change the area of our brain, the reptilian brain, the animalistic instincts that we all have that just kicks in whenever there seems to be something that is an easy target to take advantage of. Not everyone is like that, of course, but there are people that are, and those people tend to be a little bit more disrespectful or see it as an opportunity. And I don't want you to be an opportunity. No, you are too magnificent to be an opportunity for anything to anyone. Okay. So yes, protect your body. Listen to your body and connect with your body. It's important to build a healthy relationship with your physical body. Oftentimes, we feel so disconnected. We're just doing what brings us pleasure. We're just doing whatever we need to do to get through the day. We are not even listening to our bodies. Our bodies are screaming at us. Our bodies are saying, Hey, I'm tired. I need rest. But we're pumping it with you know, something else just to get through the day or hey, it's saying, hey, you know, I need to move. I'm ready to move. But we're like, no, I'm going to lay in this bed. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit here and be in my mind. A lot of times we live in our minds more than we live in our bodies. So just give your body that Information that it's craving. If it's craving to move, if you feel the need to move around, if you're feeling a little anxious, move your body, express your body, move that old energy out. You know, it's just really start to connect with your body. Listen to it. If you're hungry, eat. If you're thirsty, drink. The body is sending constant communication to make sure that you're keeping it in alignment. And by the time it's already communicating to you that you need something, it's already deficient. It's already low. So if it's already gotten to that point, that's an indicator to us that we really are not on it when it comes to being preventive, proactive, and taking care of our body needs. So really connect with your body and listen to your body because it truly is very, very intelligent and it knows what it needs. And so with building the relationship with your body, it is also important to know your body, know your limits, right? If you know that you are not a big drinker and you've had many experiences in the past where you drink and you just get so sick, It's important to know your limits, right? And not just with that, know your limits with anything, knowing your limits with your pain threshold, knowing your limits with what your body is capable of doing, knowing your limits in any regard, because you're going to run into situations, especially when you are communicating with other people that have a different limitation system or a different tolerance level. And the way that we connect with others is that we just think of ourselves naturally. We just naturally tend to think of how we are and how we operate. And we have the assumption that everyone else is like that. And they're not. We are all different. We have different limitations and different body styles and weights and conditions that not everyone has. And so not everyone's going to respect that or understand that. But it's important for you to know your limits and to be able to say no, when you are reaching that threshold, because who's going to suffer at the end of the day, you are, especially when you know what your limits are. And the people around you are just gonna say, Oh, you okay, sorry, you should probably not do that again. Don't you hate that? It's like, you know, when you don't have a strong boundary system, you will kind of lean in, like you feel more prone to just kind of going along with the peer pressure and then they see the result of what has happened and they're like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. It's like, Ugh, yeah, <laughs> I try to tell you. So it's important to really stick with that because you know the outcome. You don't want to feel embarrassed. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. You don't want to be in pain or anything like that because I don't want you to suffer at the end of the day, right? And then the last thing that I wanted to cover in regards to respecting your body is hygiene. Hygiene is so important making sure that you're keeping your body clean, you're taking care of it, you're staying groomed, you're keeping your hair clean, you're keeping your skin cleaned and maintained, you're taking proper care of yourself. And a lot of times we're not aware because we're with ourselves all the time. But when people are in our presence, you know, they're smelling our breath, they are smelling our body scent or older, they are around us and they are also looking at different details. So if you got plaque in your teeth, if you are just having things that illustrate or communicate, I don't take enough time with my hygiene. Naturally, you're going to be respected less because it's showing, Hmm. you know, you don't value hygiene. You don't value taking good care of your body on the outside and staying clean. What are you doing? Or what is your lifestyle like? And it just, those little things really communicate a lot. And the thing is, people are not going to tell you that. They're just going to move away from you. They don't like the smell. So they're not going to address it. But subconsciously and quietly, they will have less respect for you. So stay on top of your hygiene, not for others, but really for yourself. It's so important to maintain a clean body. So now that we've covered respecting the body, I want to cover respecting the mind. So when it comes to respecting your mind, it's so important to take the necessary time with your mind. What does that mean? If you know you need a mental break, if you know you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling overwhelmed, it's important to give yourself that space and to communicate that to others if others are a factor in regards to how much you need to care for your mind. When it comes to your mental health, right, you are with yourself 24 seven, you know what's going on in your mind, you know what's going on emotionally. And so it's important to honor that and to care for that in the best way that you can. So expressing your mind versus suppressing your mind, journaling, getting it out, allowing yourself to feel your emotions if you need to, Creativity helps with the mind as well with expressing things that you have that are being suppressed. Go to therapy or have someone to talk to to really express what's going on internally. The more you hold things in and the more that we don't really confront what is bothering us inside, the more that it just starts to build and build and build. And then it becomes so much harder to really manage ourselves and manage our emotions in the presence of others. So it's important to truly have a healthy mental process or mental system a lot of times people typically tend to escape or suppress or just avoid versus confront it or deal with it or handle it or say, hey, I've done everything I could do on my end. Now I need some help. So it's important to really respect your mind and not to just think, oh, I don't need to worry about that. It's just thoughts. It's just my mind. I'll get over it. A lot of times because it's mental, we don't see it. We don't physically see it as much of an issue that needs to be handled as it would be if we were to have a broken arm or broken leg. But it's important to take care of the mind and the mental health as well. And that really, really speaks volumes more than respecting your body because so many people don't respect their mental health. They don't respect their mind they tend to go with escapism or addictions. And when others see that you can truly manage your mind and respect your mind, and you're taking time for your mental health, that speaks volumes. And when people see that, they naturally gain a deeper respect for you because they're like, yeah, I mean, I can't argue what's going on in your mind, but you value who you are as a person, you're going to do what is necessary to take care of that. And a lot of times we can become very prideful with mental health, because we don't want to be perceived as weak, or crazy, quote unquote, or just seemingly less than. And for some reason, we have this stigma that, you know, our mental health is just not as much of a priority, depending on where you are in the world. It's all about what is done on the outside, not inside. So taking time with personal development even, making time to just decompress and listen to yourself and honor yourself and honoring your emotions truly takes you up another level. And it makes you a little bit more untouchable from what other people can do. Because while someone may not take advantage of your body they may try to take advantage of your mind by manipulating you, by trying to make you feel guilty, by trying to get whatever they want out of you. And so you have to protect that. And you have to make sure that you are staying strong within yourself to take care of your mental health. And that creates a better boundary system and barrier for others to not really mess with that. It's also important to take time to rest. A lot of times, hard work and go, go, go is so valued. Why is it valued? It's valued because it's serving other people, right? But at the end of the day, if you're burnt out and if you need rest, no one else can do that for you. So it's best to take a little time to slow down and rest and pause to recharge to come back stronger later, but we cannot run on E. So take that time for mental care and rest. And sometimes we think we're resting, but we're not, right? We think we're resting by escaping or being on YouTube for hours or social media for hours, but our mind is not at rest. So taking time to just do some deep breathing, meditation, calming the mind, Reading really helps with calming the mind. Anything like that is really, really helpful. Another way is to make sure that we are keeping our mind clean and clear and that our mental diet is up to par. So making sure that we're not pouring a lot of negativity in our mind. We're not surrounding ourselves with negativity. We're not bringing ourselves down with a lot of negative self-talk. We're not sabotaging ourselves. We're not Constantly feeding our minds things that are not helpful to us, so that's also so so important with respecting your mind. The next thing that I want to cover with self respect is respecting your spirit, and this really just means staying in tune with your most true, purest self, taking time to meditate and pray. And just having that deep divine connection, whatever that looks like to you, whatever your faith is or your belief system is, taking time to honor that. Sometimes people don't turn to spirituality or practicing that connection with a higher power until something goes wrong. And then they're like, help. (laughs) So just keeping that regular daily practice is really important to respecting your spirit and also just keeping a routine keeping a routine, a daily practice, staying consistent with that, not just doing it every time you think of it, but just having a natural daily practice that keeps you aligned and keeps you in tune spiritually. Because I just find that those that are really in tune in that way, it's even harder. You want to talk about it being difficult to disrespect your body difficult to disrespect your mind. But when you are in tune spiritually, that's a whole another level of respect that is illustrated. It really shows that you know yourself on a very deep, pure level. And no one can mess with that. So respect your spirit as well. When it comes to respecting the extensions of you, if you have children, respecting your children consistently. If you have pets, respecting your pets consistently, taking care of them, showing gratitude, respecting your space, your environment, keeping your environment, your home, your car, your office, whatever, keeping it clean, making sure that it really communicates this is your space. When we just leave things around, when we don't take care of things, when we're not getting the maintenance done on things, when we're not just staying in tune with everything, that is an extension of us. It's what we invest in. It's a part of our daily lives. When in the presence of others, they're like, oh, I don't have to respect her space or his space because look, they don't even clean it up. What's one more piece of trash I can leave on the table? But when you set that expectation that this space is to remain clean and clear others will feel uncomfortable to just leave things around so we typically just kind of align and conform with the environment that we're in with your pets if you're yelling at your pets in front of others or being mean to them or not taking care of them or keeping them groomed others see that and they don't respect your pets either they're like oh well their pets are used to being treated this way. I don't need to do much more than that. And they may start off with being super kind and loving in the beginning, but you really set the standard and expectation of how that animal is to be treated if you have pets. With your children, if you yell at your children in front of people or anything like that, it communicates so much to the the outside world and others on, hmm, if this parent can't even respect their child, what am I supposed to do? So again, while not everyone is going to think like that, not everyone is mean or cruel or disrespectful, it all depends on their level of respect for what they have. Not everyone has a pet. So if you have a dog or a cat and someone else comes into your space, they don't know anything about that. They don't know how they're treated. They're just going to follow what you do. As opposed to someone who has a pet and they highly respect their pets, they're going to transfer that information over to treating your pets that way. People just treat other things the way they treat their things, but you have no control over that. So that's why it's so important to set that standard and that expectation for how you want your things to be treated by others because not everyone does things the same way so they're learning from you and they're observing you without you telling them that that's the biggest mistake is that we try to verbalize how we want to be respected and we're like rah 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 respect me this way respect my things respect 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 When all you have to do is just respect yourself, respect the things that you want, the way you want others to respect you and the things that you care about, they will follow that. And not just your pets, not just your home, not just your environment, not just your children or your family members, but also just your important items, things that are sentimental to you, things that are important to you. Sometimes We don't really show how much we really care about something, but it's important to illustrate like, hey, this is something so important to me. This is a meaning behind it. This is what is sentimental to me and making sure that we're showing that care and love and gratitude for that thing. It could look so insignificant to others, but because they are not a part of your life, in that way of really knowing the deep connection behind the things that you have. You may just move it over or touch it a certain way or accidentally break it. And then you feel crushed. And that can create a lot of resentment towards others. But if people are aware and know how much something is important to you, nine times out of 10, they're going to respect it unless they are a very disrespectful person, which you would see the signs of that ahead of time. And hopefully avoid that individual. So there's so many ways to just show yourself that respect, but when you really build your core and your value system and the things that you care about about yourself and about the things that you have in your life, that will always naturally be communicated to others and that really is what builds the proper respect that we are looking for without us really putting in so much energy and effort with trying to communicate to others how to respect us. It's just done naturally. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode on really building that self-respect within yourself. I hope that you're able to utilize or apply some of this information, if not all of it, and definitely let me know how it's going. You can reach out to me on Instagram at heartblendhosts. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at six AM Eastern Center Time. This is Hard Blend Podcast.